You're listening to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Stinson, and today we have a special guest on. Her name is Rochelle, and she is a transformational life coach that helps high achievers and perfectionists find their purpose and then take the first steps to make it a reality. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Stinson, and we will be talking all about deep level self-care practices to help you have success in both your personal and professional life by reducing stress and anxiety and overwhelm, improving your mindset and creating a strong, loving connection with yourself. I'll see you on the inside. Hello and welcome, Rochelle. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks, Tina. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I'm very excited. So to get started, could you like just tell me a little bit about yourself and the work that you do? Yes. Um, Well, I work as a transformational life coach. Uh, I'm based in the Netherlands and the people that I help, um, well, it's a variety of, you know, people, different people, but in general, it's people who are high achievers, people who call themselves perfectionists um, and people who want to get out of the red race and looking for purpose, looking for purpose for work and what they want to do, how to take those steps to make it a reality. And I also well found out is like, I don't like to talk in generations, but generally speaking, it's like uh, millennials, Gen X, people who I work with. So it's people like who are almost the same age as I am. So we're in their 30s, people are in their 40s. So um, yeah, and uh, yeah, I don't like to put labels, but that's, you know, it's always a bit easier, you know, and I can speak from experience. I used to be a perfectionist myself and I am still, I think, a little bit of a high achiever that I'm always, you know, I always want to do the best I can. And um, yeah, and it's good to get step away from that place to figure out what you really want. And that's what I help people with to figure out what they really want without everything you see in society or you think that other people are doing. And you think that you have to do that as well, or that that's maybe your past, but figure out what your path is. I absolutely love that. Um, Could you tell me, did you, were you always a coach or did you kind of transition from another business? No, I transitioned is kind of a interesting story because if you would ask me 10 years ago, you know, would you be working as a coach, a life coach? I would laugh probably. Uh, I have a background in communications, and I used to work in the, the corporate world a little bit. So I've done it and I always love working in communications, but, um, and I also have a back, a academic background uh, in that field. But yeah, for me, it was always, I enjoyed doing that work. I worked in advertising agencies. I did marketing. I did so many different things, but at some point I was in that red race doing the same thing. My days were almost like every day was the same, waking up, going to work. I was in such a routine, like living on autopilot. And that also caused burnout. And at some point I really needed to make that shift in my life to figure out what I wanted to do in my life and what wasn't working for me. 
So, and what I strongly felt was um, exploring this creative side of myself. It almost felt that I ignored it for such a long time, being adventurous, doing creative things. And uh, that's when I started, well, that's where my journey towards entrepreneurship started. So um, it's kind of funny because I wanted to well start a curated web shop at the time it was kind of new but I wanted to have my own thing I wanted to have like some clothing that I picked up myself and I wanted to make jewelry and it was funny because things started to flow and I met someone who was in the jewelry business so we worked on a jewelry line together so that's where it all started and uh, I really enjoyed doing it and um, I really found myself at, at that place doing something I wanted to do. I had a vision and it came to life because I went for it. But I also found out that the jewelry business is, and especially at the time, um, now you have Shopify and it's more advanced, but it, at the time you had to be kind of tech savvy to figure that all out how it works. So, so many details come into that on, you know, selling a jewelry line and putting that out there. So then I transitioned and became a personal stylist and I help entrepreneurs online uh, find their personal style. And I love doing that. That was an amazing time. And actually through that business, I found out that actually I meant to be a coach because you can, you know, dress someone, you know, you can make someone look really, you know, look make them look pretty. Uh, they can look put together, but eventually it's all about how you feel inside. And is that aligned with what you radiate and you can wear the prettiest clothes the nicest clothes, but if that doesn't match with how you feel it in the end, it doesn't make any sense. Or at least I felt that with one of my clients, then that's where I got this idea that, well, it all starts it all comes from within. So I need to start there. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and that's where my journey started, actually. And it was a little bit before COVID. It was a year before COVID. And at the time, well, you probably know everyone was sitting at home. So no one cared so much about clothes or, you know, looking put together because no one didn't go anywhere. Um, and that's where my journey towards becoming a life coach started, actually. So also figure out what I wanted to do and who I wanted to serve. So, yeah, it was an interesting journey. That's super interesting. So many like pivots, but very like smooth. And um, that's one of the most interesting stories I've ever heard as uh, as a path to coaching. Very oh, thanks. <laughs> so tell me when you work with clients. Um, do you typically work with women? Um, no, I also work with men. Uh, it's kind of funny because I also, I have that energy inside of me, also that masculine energy and I, I connect very well with men. So I also like to work with men. So yeah, it's men and women. It, it depends. But to be honest, I also like to work with most of the time, the women that choose me because most of the time people come to me. They're also like in this energy of like, I want to go, I want to do things. Mm -hmm. uh, and that works really well because I'm also the type of person who likes to do things and okay, get some, you know, get some action in here and let's do this. So that works really well. And I also feel that you have to have sort of a similar, similar inner energy to work with people because if, if it's too different, it's not always working. Um, or at least when someone is not really aligned with, you know, with your energy, sometimes it can be difficult to, to get people on board or to get them, you know, to where you uh, want to help them to go. 
Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. Um, so what are the, some of the important things that you like to work on with people? Um, like your zone of genius, I guess you could call it. Oh, <laughs> um, I'm very well connected to my intuition. So most of the time, I already know a lot about people before working with them. So it's interesting. I always get those answers sometimes like, well, yeah, this is probably the direction where they could go into because questions I get a lot is like, I don't know what I want. I know there's a lack of passion, purpose in my life. Uh, I'm kind of successful with what I'm doing right now. I built that up. You know, I've done that for so many years, but actually I don't know if I'm actually good at that, that sometimes, you know, it's kind of weird, of course. And I've been there myself that you already, you know, worked on a career and you invested so much in that. And at some point you feel like, I don't know what I'm doing right now. Am I actually good at this? And is this my purpose? Is this actually what I want to be doing until I retire? Um, so when you're on this crossroad, it's good to, to dive a little bit deeper into what's important to you, um, what makes you happy, what brings you joy, to figure those things out and to actually step out of your comfort zone to, to do all these things. And also has to do with... Um, um, like feeling all unfulfilled mm -hmm. that you're doing all kinds of things but it doesn't fulfill you so um yeah it's good to dive a little bit deeper into that and to figure out what that is or what that's what that means to you that's yeah it sounds a lot like helping people kind of jump out of the rat race and really pay attention to their lives and find you, you kind of help them get unstuck and exactly step yeah. into their purpose right yeah and so uh what do you what do you think is some, some of the biggest struggles that you find with your clients when they're when they're stuck like that what's a, what, what what's your starting point how do you usually start with them yeah, most of the time I start with a meditation because people tell me oh I don't know what I want actually I don't know what I want so I always I think it is is it you know is it that you really do not know or um, or is it deep down inside of you? Because I truly believe that it's within us that we have that answer. So it's interesting because most of the time, like the first session, I start with a meditation and then all of a sudden they, they know very clearly what they want or what kind of direction they want to go into. So they have like this, this kind of a clear image of what it looks like or what it feels like. Um, so I'm guiding them in that process. And uh, yeah, so I'm always kind of surprised how well that works. Um, yeah. well, doing this meditation. Yeah, for 20, 20 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. And they always say, oh, I love it so much. I feel so relaxed right now. And they want to do more of that or they want to know more about it. Yeah, I think that sometimes... Um, when people are just like living their life in full speed and they're kind of, like I said earlier, like they're on that hamster wheel and they're not really paying mm -hmm. attention and never tuning into themselves. If they, if they have that time to actually spend to like slow down and stop and pause and just like pay attention to how they're feeling, I think you're correct. That's going to, that's going to come like into fruition a lot easier than when they're in that state of like rush and panic and you know what I mean? And so that yeah. I, I could see how the meditation would be super beneficial. And actually 
that's probably really good advice for someone to get started if they're feeling stuck is to start mm. to like slow down and pay attention to the how they're feeling. Um, exactly. do, you, do you have any like quick tips for people that they could use to get started? Um, yeah, a few things. Um, it depends on where you are and how stuck you feel, but um, journaling every day, you know, write down your thoughts or do some free writing that really helps to get it onto paper and out of your head. And I would all, you know, I always say like, um, put like two action, like two action points in there, two things you're going to take action on that day. Uh, what I notice, you know, people who are perfectionists procrastinate. So it's good to um, get very clear on what you want to do. Set some small goals for yourself. And if you do something every day, it adds up if you do something small. So for example, send a message to someone or WhatsApp someone, you know, uh, uh, make a reservation to go to a nice restaurant to relax or book a afternoon in the spa and, and ask your friend if she wants to come with you or go to the hairdresser or do something fun. And, and also that you can unwind and uh, take it slow. You do not have to rush all the time and you deserve a moment um, yeah, of relaxation you can spoil yourself a little bit or to to do something as i said send that email to someone if you want to figure out what your purpose for work is and you admire someone or you see someone who inspires you and this is kind of like a bold action especially if someone is i don't know famous or has many followers just write them an email or something do something reach out to them and see what will happen actually kind of fun and then waiting if they will respond yes or no and I've done that in the past. And actually, it's kind of fun to do that and to see, you know, with what they come back and what they'll answer you um, in response that. to what you've sent them. Yeah. So I, I'm always up for doing something bold. Mm -hmm. uh, do something that scares you a little bit. And in the end, that's how I feel online. We do not know each other. So it always feels a little bit less scary than if you um, talk to someone on the street saying like, hey, Tina, <laughs> I want to ask you a question. Uh, and online, I always feel there is a barrier. It's a bit safer. So why not send that message and reach out to someone who's doing something and you can ask them like, oh, wow, how did you get there? Or do you have a tip for me? Because people love to give advice and tips and uh, if you reach out to them. So why not? Yeah, no, I agree with that. And I love your advice about taking the small steps. Because, um, you, you know, a lot of times people can get overwhelmed or like you said, if they're a perfectionist, they could yeah. just be frozen in their perfection, afraid to take the first step. But when you're taking like these small steps, but you're doing it consistently, like every day, it's amazing how fast the change comes. Mm. You know? Yeah, so It's so easy to take those small steps. So I, I do, I encourage the absolute same thing. And the journaling, um, yes, very powerful. I love journaling. And there's so many different ways you can do it and explore it. Like you could have a journaling question or you could just free write or you could just brain dump to, you know, so there's so many different things you could do. And yes. when, you, when you do this, you don't think, most people, if you say journaling to them, some people don't understand exactly what it is. And I don't think people understand how transformative it is until you start doing it and realize that what comes out from your pen 
is not something that's really your your it's in your subconscious. It's not really in the front of your consciousness where you're in your thinking brain. And so it's mm-hmm. like kind of dipping in to like that secret, um, that secret place in your mind. And I think that's what's so powerful about journaling. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, it is. And also, as I said, sometimes doing something, you know, doing fun things, things that are out of your comfort zone. As I said, sometimes we're in such a, I don't know, we're living on autopilot. We're in that hamster wheel, constantly doing the same thing over and over again. It's good to step out of it and do something crazy that you normally not do. Go to the movies on Tuesday. That's an example I give a lot, like on like a really random day, just go out, go to the movies, uh, eat popcorn, eat ice cream, have yeah. fun that day. You know, it doesn't have to be on the weekend. You can bring your kids or have a picnic at home, do something crazy and say like, oh, we're all going to participate in that. Everyone make something let's do something fun it doesn't always have to be like the normal thing or we have to sit at the dinner table you know just Mm -hmm. make it fun yeah I agree with you yeah I honestly I go to the movies all the time I love going to the movies by myself I love just like Mm -hmm. sneaking off for a day and going to the movies and doing like all those things you said like ice cream I actually just wrote a blog post and the the title of it is just eat the ice cream and it's really about like you know, just kind of like opening yourself up and living your life on your terms and stop like focusing on what everybody else is doing and do your own thing and make your own rules, like decide mm-hmm. to make your own rules, how you want to experience life. And so I think that um, all those things that you said are just wonderful examples of really great ways to get started. And um, before we like start coming to an end, I want to ask you like this really, a really fun question that has like nothing to do with what we're talking about. And I ask all my guests this question. And it is, if you could have like anything in the world with no limitations, so there's no monetary limitations, there's no like society limitations or uh, family limitations, what would it be? Oh, good question. Um, oh, yeah, you can say anything. What do you want to do? Well, something I'm working on and something that um, is is like my dream is um, hosting retreats. So that's something I'm going to do next year. Um, yeah, and that's something I would like to do like every month and also help so many different people um, find their purpose uh, and get unstuck with also people who are burnout. I think it's such a good way to relax and do all of that and maybe help people do it for free. You know, that sometimes people can go there. You can invite people um, um, because most of the time retreats are not so cheap to go to. You have to book your ticket, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's such a good way to heal as well. And that's something I've experienced a few years ago that going into the water is also water heals so it's so good to take time off and you know just relax and heal yourself and and you know do all kinds of um yeah meditations uh, treatments and uh go back as a different person full of inspiration new energy i love that so much so that would be amazing doing that every month and helping so many people i love that 
that's that's a beautiful answer. I I do love that. And I have never been on a retreat, but I would like to go on one someday. So I definitely and I've definitely thought of doing my own retreats also. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's it's like a it's like a win-win too, because when you're creating this re- retreat for other people, not only are you helping them, but you're also helping yourself too. Because- yeah you know, you might be working, but you're still on the retreat and enjoying all the same things that the other people are enjoying. And so I think that how could it get much better than that? Really? (laughs) Yeah. And you learn so much from other people. And I think also when you serve you, you learn so much from other people and uh, yeah, building a community. I think that's also such a great way of when you do these things, people connect with each other and become friends and also sort of your support system, your tribe. Mm-hmm. And that's amazing. If you can be part of that. I agree. I agree. So if people want to uh, work with you and connect with you, where can they find you? Uh, they can meet, find me on so many platforms. I'm on LinkedIn. People can find me on TikTok. I'm on Instagram. So just send me a DM, say hi, uh, and I reach out to you and I shoot a link to book a call with me. Wonderful. Excellent. I have seen you on Instagram. I think I follow you on Instagram and I, I think they're, I think they're your reels. And so it's probably what's the same thing that's on TikTok, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I like them. They're really great. So definitely head over and follow, follow uh, her on, on Instagram. Cause I love, I love your post. I really do. Thank um, you. So I want to thank you for coming on the show. And I also want to say that I think the work that you're doing is beautiful and to continue and move on and definitely make that dream come true for your retreat. Now that you put it out there, now it has to happen. (laughs) Yes, I'm working on it already. So thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thank you.